outside the box, not being very charitable. Today's topic is Dead Aid. In a previous Outside the Box, I talked about the unequal relationship between giver and receiver and how charitable donations often do more harm than good. The relationship needs to be mutual and equal, not one where the giver tells the receiver how to spend the money. Charity that goes to other countries from the U.S. government or its people may be even more problematic. In the book, Dead Aid, Zambian economist economist Dambisa Moyo describes the problem, highlighting the increase in poverty in Africa over the last 50 years, despite $1 trillion, with a T, in foreign aid. This aid has created dependencies that prevent African countries from developing their own economies and infrastructure. Moyo cites one small but symbolic example. International aid agencies decided that malaria was a major problem and sent hundreds of thousands of free bed nets to malaria-infested areas. Unfortunately, they destroyed the businesses of bed net makers in Africa and put people out of work. Instead, aid agencies could have subsidized those businesses or ordered nets from them. Writer Teju Cole talks about the white savior industrial complex, with aid agencies taking in billions of dollars and employing thousands in the name of helping others while mostly helping themselves. Cole's message is, white folks... Stop trying to quote-unquote save others and save yourselves instead. Especially since the 2010 earthquake, foreign aid to Haiti has created dependencies among its people. It has been difficult to rebuild the country's economy and infrastructure because so much of it is controlled by aid agencies. Earthquake relief has become a jobs program for those organizations, while many Haitians remain out of work. The Gates Foundation pours millions into health projects throughout the world, including programs using certain drugs. It turns out the foundation has stock in companies producing those drugs, so its programs are self-serving, not just in the interest of those who need health care. And another example. Genetically modified seeds have been used as foreign aid to promote so-called, a so-called green revolution in agriculture in India and other countries. But those seeds are not savable. Farmers had to get new seeds every year from foreign seed companies. In the last 30 years, almost 60,000 Indian farmers have committed suicide in part due to aid-based restructuring of the farming system. But, you might say, Christianity is all about serving others. That's true for many Christians, but are they really serving others when they take away people's pride and ability to control their own lives? Christian church mission trips, sometimes referred to as religious tourism, often focus on the giver, but not necessarily on how it impacts recipients. Instead of raising several billion dollars to send thousands of Christians 
to build schools, churches, and other institutions in foreign countries. The money could be given directly to needy communities. Residents could use those funds to buy materials from local businesses and do the building themselves or pay local workers to do it. There are certainly emergency situations, floods, earthquakes, hurricanes, where a quick influx of cash can save lives and provide short-term help. But after the initial recovery period, the focus needs to be on building a new local economy and infrastructure, not on the needs of relief agencies or foreign governments. Given the nasty history of aid to other countries, it might be better for the U.S. government and groups doing so-called charity work to just butt out, stay home, and send money with no strings to local groups rather than governments. Those in other countries would likely be better off for it. How do you feel about so-called foreign aid by governments, aid agencies, and religious groups? I'm Larry Danzinger, wanting people to give based on justice, not charity. <laughs>